welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season three, episode 21, Our House. And Kelsey, can you please read us the summary? The very, very short YouTube summary. Thanks, YouTube. Sean chooses to move out on his own. Meanwhile, JT attempts to ask Manny to the dance. <laughs> End of summary. And then at the bottom it says, don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> the shortest summary ever and like a thousand percent accurate. True facts. Holland, can you please tell us about the title of the episode? It is a song I enjoy. Yes, it is a 1982 song by Madness called Our House. And I feel like this song is a song that's used in like commercials all the time. It's playing underneath. Tell me if you agree, but I feel it's like everywhere. It's definitely like, I don't know. I feel like it's like cleaning commercials or like home security commercials, something like that. Like it's always there or like insurance or whatever. Um, I want to sing it, but my voice is bad, so we're not going to do that. But just to save your ears. Um, I mean, let's just get this show on the damn road. This episode is super fun. I had a great time watching it. It flew the fuck by. It was needed after, like, the other day's garbage Ferris Bueller bullshit. <laughs> um, can I just say that it starts out with um, Sean and Jay, and they're looking at this one album by some rapper, and, like, Jay just goes, we need this disc. And Holland and I both <laughs> laughed out loud. Also, I wrote down who the album was by, and it's DJ Terminal. And Sean is like, it's DJ Terminal. And he drives up on stage in a Humvee. And I'm like, who is this person? And so they're looking at this disc, and they need it. And <laughs> Jay is like... I have a special discount code or something. And Kelsey's like, he's going to say five finger discount. I was like, no, 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 no. Liberty said that and he laughed at it. He's just going to say 100% off all of the time and like holds up his hands and it's cheesy as hell. He should have said five finger discount. Um, Either way, like, can I just reiterate for the umpteenth time that Jay, like, despite being like fake hard, is the hugest dork. <laughs> like, he's the biggest dork in the world like actual tough people would just like punch him in the throat and like he would die like he's the biggest dummy he really is um but somehow gets away with it and so they stuff the cds or whatever the hell or maybe it's a concert dvd i couldn't i can't remember they like put them in their jackets and then immediately turn around and like run into a security guard and he's like, oh, are you going to pay for that? And they were like, oh, yeah, totally. Run! And then they like the shortest, lamest chase scene happens. <laughs> and it ends with both of them getting literally clotheslined at the same time by the security guard. And by them, I mean they're like vastly different looking stunt doubles, which I rewound the video just to look at them again. Several notes. Um, they're the least subtle shoplifters in the whole world. As a person who spent, like, most of high school shoplifting, like, almost everything for no reason because I was an asshole. By the way, don't shoplift. That's such a dick move. I was an asshole. Anyway, I, f I still feel bad about it. Um, all of the makeup of my youth was free. Um, so, but, like, 
you don't look around suspiciously and shove things in your like 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 you just casually like you're not even doing it just like kind of slide it into your pocket or open purse or whatever it is you do i don't know i'm not giving you tips sorry but <laughs> fucking oh uh, so not subtle which is why they get caught right away sean's stunt double has long dark hair <laughs> and it's like several feet taller um and also, the security guard that clotheslines them is, like, the wimpiest-looking dude. Like, he was not scary in any... Like, this is not the man who should be taking down, like, the two Degrassi badasses. Like, he was a big white dork. Yeah, it was... It was so... There were so many things that happened. And then I think this is when the theme song plays. And then we're at Sean's house, and his stupid, stupid hat is off, and he just looks fucking adorable. And I... I would just want to make a note. Maybe we can start fashion police. I didn't take a lot of notes, but my major note was Sean's hat was like only on his head, maybe like 30% of the time this episode. And it just made me happy because that hat masks his beauty and he looked great in this episode. Um, JT has a really good outfit on in the, like his first outfit with like the green shirt over the striped shirt and even the necklace didn't suck. Like I was just like, you are knocking it out of the park. And Manny looks very pretty. Like the more like understated she is like, like downtrodden Manny is the most attractive Manny for some reason, (laughs) but like she had her hair in like a cute, like messy bun and she was like wearing a nice jacket. I don't know. I was on board. I was like, you, I, I like Manny without Sully. I like Manny without Craig, but she's wearing that stupid, dumb, fuzzy jacket at one point, which Ugh. I'm never on board for. You look dumb. Don't wear that. Burn it. Her stupid, patchy, furry thing. Um, speaking of stupid, I don't think you, I don't know if you've seen this um, sweatshirt recently because it made an appearance in the episode You Were Gone, I believe. But Jay is wearing his flaming maple leaf sweatshirt, which just always confuses me. I did not notice that. Um, Amy is regularly dressed dumb. Like her, just her outfit choices are confusing to me because they're like trashy, but they're also like a child. Like they're like, I don't, I don't know. It's like, it's like they're, they're innocent clothes for children, but they're like slightly too small, so they look a little trashy. I don't I don't know. It's like she shops at Limited Two and just like kept everything. <laughs> yeah. Also, most of the things she wears is covered in stripes. I noticed that throughout the episode and was also confused by that. Um, I'm not a fan of Ellie's red dog collar that she wears at one point in the episode. Um I love that her Union Jack-like flowery shirt comes back for the party. At one point, Amy's wearing this awful, like, yeah, it's like slutty limited too, like a pink, like a bright pink off-the-shoulder shirt that says, like, athletics on it. It's like so many, it's like slutty, but also, like, so innocent. Like, it looks like she picked it out of the child section in limited two and just put it on her body. Which, like, is one way to do things, I guess. Um, I have no more notes. Do you have any more notes? No, that's all I got. I really didn't take a lot of fashion notes. Um, so we're at Sean's house, and he's not wearing his beanie. And Tracker is mad at him for shoplifting. And Sean's like, eh, it's just a stupid security guard, whatever, meh. And Tracker's just like, 
I don't like you just got off probation a week ago. I don't like you hanging out with Jay. He's going to get you in trouble. Like, this is stupid. Like, what are you doing? Tracker is a good brother. He is the better Trey Atwood. He's like what Trey Atwood should have been. Like, he's a very good brother. I mean, his his Alberta thing is like he handled that poorly and we'll talk about it. But like he's like, you know, you need to get out of this friendship. And he's not yelling at him. He's not like freaking out. He's just like, I'm worried this is not a good look for you. Like, clean your shit up, basically. Like, get out of this toxic friendship. This dude is bad for you. He's just looking out for him. Also, he comments on his food choices, which good call because dude put chocolate milk in Count Chocula. I'm like, Sean, you're going to be diabetic. Like, fucking get it together. That's not breakfast. That is, that's not even dessert. That's nonsense. Don't do that to your body. Throughout the entire episode, he makes all the questionable food choices. Um, And you kept commenting, you're going to be diabetic, Sean. What are you doing throughout the episode? Um, but yeah, so that happens. And then we cut to the B plot, which is there's the dance coming up and JT wants to ask Manny. Um, and so we're in class and Liberty is like, JT, who are you going to the dance with basically? And he's like, oh, why are you asking me? But she's like, uh, nah, dog. I am like happy and in love with towers, obviously, and shows him her binder. And it's like covered in photos of like, her and Towers in photo booths, and they're adorable, and I love them. And stupid JT makes a comment like, oh, looks like he's practicing for his mug shots. And I was like, JT, shut your mouth. Liberty and Towers are beautiful. I am here for Liberty and Towers forever. And I love this Liberty. Like, she reminds me a lot of um, Ginny in her, like, over Harry period when he, when she's, like, finally awesome and you can see how awesome she is, you know? Like, she's not so hung up on this, like, dummy. And it's it's good. It's a good look for her. And I'm really enjoying it. And I just, I love her with towers. And she's like, ask Manny out. Do it. And I'm like, yes, Liberty, you're fucking nailing it. And I like how happy she is with towers, man. I know, they're so cute. And I like the Ginny comparison. Um, so then we cut to like shop class and Ellie is there trying to like support her man. She doesn't know the lingo, but she's like, good job on whatever you're doing. And then is this when she like kisses him in the middle of class and just walks away? (laughs) Yes. Weird move. All right. I'm on board for it because it pissed off Amy and I'm like, whatever. Fuck Amy. But yeah, like don't kiss people in class. That's fucking weird. That's a weird move, man. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not here for it. Yeah, I literally wrote down holy PDA and then Amy go away. <laughs> also, throughout the entire episode, everyone is like, Amy, you broke up with Sean. Like, calm the fuck down. Like, everyone tells her this and she's like still all hung up on him. So I guess her like motocross guy like fucked off and now she's like trying to crawl back to Sean. I forgot about motocross guy because of course Amy left Sean for a motocross <laughs> guy. But like, yeah, I don't know. I just... I'm into it. I'm I'm into Ellie and Sean despite this weird like PDA move. Um, but yeah, so Amy's super jealous and like whatever, who cares about her? Ellie is greater than Amy forever. Forever. And I think this is also when we learn that like Sean is working on a shop project that's like fifty percent of his grade, which is a very large part of your grade. Like that's a lot riding on like finishing the year. But then we cut to JT is buying tickets to the dance. He's like, two, please. And then Spinner's like, oh, wow. Um, 
I can't. He makes like some dumb joke about him buying tickets, and JT's like, actually, the other one's for Radich. La la la, banter. And then <laughs> like Manny walks by, and JT like obviously is mooning after, her. and then fucking Spinner like. He's made so much progress in not being homophobic, but that still doesn't mean he's not a pig because he makes all these like slut shamey comments about Manny and about how JT should like watch out or like how Manny would be. He's like, oh, yeah, you're going to ask Manny. Well, that's going to be an easy like date to get and makes all these awful comments. Yeah, it's it's like he took so many steps forward and now just a fucking ton of steps back and. Yeah, it's horrible. He goes from being like, she's an easy date, good for you, to like, she's trash. I'm like, you just, none of it's good, but it's all conflicting. Um, Either way, it's bad. And JT makes a great point. He's like, what if someone was saying that kind of stuff about Paige? Like, how would you feel? And Spinner is like, well, Paige isn't a slut, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, oh, dude, fucking get it together. Plus, Paige had all those issues and like... He called her a slut. Like, there's just there's just a lot to unpack here, and I just don't have the energy. It's all bad, and I, like, don't really want to talk about it anymore because it makes me angry. Um, so then it's oh, after. Wait. <laughs> oh, wait. I forgot. Um, and then Spinner says, sorry, man. Didn't mean to get all up in your fries. <laughs> because that's still a thing. Yeah, because I think at one point, I think they're in the cafeteria, or he, like, walks out of the cafeteria to buy the tickets, and he walks by a stupid, like, cardboard cutout of himself, uh, which is in every single cafeteria in, like, Canada or in, like, the Toronto area or something like that. Anyway, then after school, Sean comes home. Tracker and his lady friend are packing. And Tracker's like, remember that, like, oil drill job or whatever? Well, the guy who was hired and it, like, fell through. And now I'm hired, and now we're moving to Alberta tomorrow. And it's like, what the, what? Tracker, no notice at all. Yeah, it's he doesn't do it well. And, like, like Sean just walks in, and they're already packed, basically. And he walks in, and he's like, hey, I'm Sean. I live here, which made me laugh. But, yeah, like, Tracker is such a good brother and a good provider for Sean. But he's still like a baby. Like I think he's younger than I am or he's like meant to be younger than I am, right? He's like early 20s. Um and it's like like so he's still like very flawed. And this is a prime example of him being very flawed. Yeah, and still like kind of selfish because he's like still basically a child. Um and Sean is not happy. And then like the next day at school, Sean co- like goes up to Ellie and he's like I'm moving to Alberta tomorrow. We have to break up. <laughs> Ellie, like, was like, what? And then, like, does her stupid weird run away, like, around the corner down the hall. Ellie cannot run for shit. It's hilarious. I, like, don't understand what it is. Like, I think it's that she doesn't move her arms at all. Like, I think that's it. Like, she doesn't move her arms, so she just looks like very normal on top and then her legs are going but they're like flailing a little I don't I don't know it's bad and it's very funny every time I think she also doesn't bend her knees which is like she's like hobbling away (laughs) and she looks so dumb oh Ellie um it's so funny so then um they're in shop class, and I think Sean is, like, telling everyone, and 
uh, he's talking to his shop teacher and his shop teacher's like, well, what about student welfare? Like, like you told me that you are going to be the first, uh, person in your family to graduate high school. Like, I know you care about this because I think Sean like freaks out and gets into a fight with Jay. Um, and he's like, what's going on? And he's like, I'm moving tomorrow, but whatever. I don't care. And his teacher's like, no, you do care. Like there's an option, student welfare. Um, I can be your trustee. Like, let me help you. I was also the first person to graduate from high school in my family. Basically, shop teacher is amazing. Like, he's just the perfect human. Like, and he's exactly what Sean needs. I mean, Sean gets a little steered in the wrong direction for a bit, but he's exactly what Sean needs, and it's awesome. Yeah, Sean needs, like, an actual adult to be looking out for him. Like, Tracker is great, but he's also, like, still very young and not his father. It's his brother. So it's really great that the shop teacher is taking him under his wing and give, helping him with his options. So then after school, Sean is home. He's like on the couch, not helping moving. And he's like, I'm not moving, dude. Like I can go in student welfare. I can live here by myself. I can finish out my year because the main reason why Sean is so angry, other than like leaving his entire life, is that if he left right before exams, He'd have to repeat a year again. And he's like, I already repeated year seven. I cannot repeat year nine. Like, you cannot make me go through this again. So when Tracker gets home, he's like, I can do student welfare. Let me do this. And Tracker agrees, like, very quickly. He's like, all right, sure. Like, come summer, you're going to come crawling back to me anyway. Whatever. Yeah, I wrote down, this could have gone worse. (laughs) Like, Tracker, for a person who comes from a very broken environment, is a very, like, level-headed, like, even-tempered person. And I always expect him to be, like, a massive douchebag, and he's always great. I'm like, I mean, but, like, you're going to come crawling back to me is, like, not a nice thing to say, but maybe not totally untrue or at least, like, you know, said for a good reason. But, yeah, I mean, but I think also a part of it is that he's, like, I'm fucking like, you know, when you're just late and you're like, literally my room could be on fire, but it wouldn't matter because I have to go right now or I'll get fired or like something terrible will happen or you'll miss a train or something, whatever. Like when you're just like that variety of late that there's like no longer a fuck to be given. I think that's kind of where Tracker is at. Yeah, because like he needs to get to this new job now. And he's like, you know what? Fine. This is one less headache I have to deal with. Like I don't like you being unhappy and like lashing out like if this is something that can work fine I will go with this um yeah I would agree with that and then the next day Sean shows up to school and sees Ellie and she's like Ellie and she's like oh no it's coming and he's like guess what I got put on student welfare I don't have to leave and she's like you're staying and he's like I'm staying and then she like jumps on him and they literally twirl in a circle in the hallway and I think they're kissing and they're so happy and it's like kind of out of character for them to be this happy but it's also very adorable it's so sweet because she's like you know because before he says this she's like you know long distance is hard but I think we could do it and it's like oh Ellie you really like him like she just really likes Sean and it's very nice I don't know it's just it's just a sweet thing I like it a lot I'm really enjoying them being together they're very adorable 
And so then after this, his like mo- this the montage of him living alone starts. He like wakes up in the morning, blasting music, eats a piece of chocolate cake and a glass of chocolate milk for breakfast. Um, and then he starts having like parties at his house because he has no parents. And like Jay and Alex and Amy and Ellie all like come over and it's like like an endless cycle. And then you can tell he's, like, starting to get kind of tired of it, but he's still just, like, letting Jay throw parties at his house. Like, basically every day, it seems like. Because Jay is going to ruin his life. (laughs) Um, And also, Towers was at one of the parties, and I just kept thinking, oh, my God, I hope Liberty's there. (laughs) Like, I just wanted Liberty to be be at this Sean party so much. Like, I just wanted a glimpse of Liberty looking, like, really uncomfortable in the corner, just being like, I'm here now, I guess. I don't know. I'm not going to drink beer. Um, um, I guess this is my life. (laughs) Or, like, just, like, trying too hard to, like, dance with Towers and, like, like not really having any chill but like towers like loving it anyway like her dancing like a spaz and him being like into it or something that would have made my life but speaking of liberty then we cut to her like we're in class and she's sitting behind manny and she's like like going to the dance like you have any you have your sari picked out because it's bollywood themed and i guess everyone's also wearing saris to this dance and uh, and Manny's like, um, no, I have sweatpants and ice cream picked out because I'm not going. And Liberty's like, um, I know someone's going to ask you and like motions JT. And then Manny gets like really happy. She's like, oh, my God, really? Like what? And then she like gets her hopes up high and it's fun and it's super cute. And like she's actually excited to go to the dance. So then uh, like JT is going to ask Manny. And she's, like, outside, um, and he, like, has his two tickets in his hand. He's all ready to go, and he sees her sitting there, and he starts to walk over, and then he sees Craig sit down next to her, and they're talking, and he looks all sad and angry and conflicted, and then he leaves, um, and it's a whole thing. And and the whole time, you're just like, no, Craig, you're ruining everything. Yeah, it's super annoying. And also, like, why are you still even around like, go away. And then I don't totally remember how things happened, but JT confronts Manny about it and, like, starts, like, I feel like kind of slut-shaming her, and it's very uncomfortable. He does. I mean, he's basically just, like, his whole deal is like, well, why don't you just go fuck Craig, blah, 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 basically. I mean, not in those words, but it is. It's, like, slut-shaming and weird and... It's, like, clearly just, like, misguided because he's all, like, butthurt that she would even bother talking to Craig. And she's like, um, excuse you for your information. I haven't talked to Craig since everything happened. He came over to see if I was okay. Nothing is going on there. But cool. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. It's dumb. And it's, like, Spinner had already gotten in JT's head about, like, Manny being quote-unquote easy or whatever. And then this just made him even more insecure about the entire situation and he just like becomes like the dumb teenage boy that he is and lashes out and she actually she makes a good point that like I feel like we really like no one comes back to enough which is like he's the one who cheated on his girlfriend why isn't anyone like being this hateful towards him and first of all great point second of all Manny the answer to that question is sexism and the patriarchy 
it's fine. You'll go to college. You'll learn all about it. It'll be great. And then you'll be like, oh, everything makes sense. Yeah. Oh, poor little baby Manny. Still so much to learn. Um, but then we cut to the latest party at Sean's house. And Amy is, again, being all, like, clingy to Sean. And I think, and then Ellie comes over and is not having it. And Amy says something insulting like, oh, what are you supposed to be like a blood sucking vampire or like something like that? Ellie's just like, keep talking to my boyfriend and you'll find out. And it's like, boom, Ellie, very territorial. And Sean is very impressed. And we were very impressed. (laughs) We were like, Ellie nailed it. Good work. Um, Also, at one point, Jay introduces the Montreal boys, (laughs) which I was very disappointed that no one was speaking French. But I was like, that is like the least badass gang name I've ever heard in my life. These are the Montreal boys. Like you expect them to be speaking French. And like, I I feel like that's a better name for like an all men's dance troupe (laughs) than like a cool gang. I don't know. They're just... You guys, you're in Canada. You can't be tough. I'm sorry. <laughs> or like an acapella group or something. <laughs> um, but then as the night carries on, Amy keeps is getting drunker and drunker and then eventually ends up passed out in the bathroom, not responsive. Alex is freaking out. She brings everybody in. Ellie and Sean are very concerned and they're like, we need to call an ambulance. And Jay's like, she's fine. This happens at parties all the time. It'll be okay. And Sean is like, no, we need to call an ambulance because she is not waking up. It could be alcohol poisoning. I'm like the only responsible person in this entire house. So they call an ambulance. And then when the ambulance gets there, the guy is like, good job calling us. And then Jay is like, well, that was a buzzkill. The Montreal boys aren't happy. Like, let's keep partying. And Sean's like, no, like the party is very much over. What are you talking about? And Jay's like, well, I thought you were cool. And Sean's like, yeah, I know the feeling. And it's Sean just like not giving a shit about Jay, which is great. It's awesome. Also, Jay makes a point to like, be condescending to Ellie specifically when he's like this happens at parties you're like too like uncool so you wouldn't know which like Ellie's mother is a raging alcoholic if anyone knows what alcohol poisoning looks like it's probably Ellie you know like if anyone knows what like it actual like trouble looks like as opposed to just like a very drunk person like Ellie is the person to have around for that so whatever fuck Jay Jay's being a dick and I'm very glad that Sean was like, cool, bye. Yeah. And even and also later, Jay was being a dick about Ellie again when Sean was like, no, party's over. And he's like, oh, did your girlfriend tell you to say that? And Sean's like, um, no, this is my decision. Bye. And it's like, why the fuck does Jay hate Ellie so much? Like, what is happening? Because she's not a part of their crew, man. <laughs> she's an outsider. But, like, not really. I just, uh, whatever. He's so, he's just, he's so lame. Like, it's just, like, it hurts my soul how dorky he is. I'm just like, God, you're just so fucking lame. Yeah. Um. So then after this, it's the next day, and Manny is walking up to school in that 
awful patchy furry monstrosity of a jacket she owns and JT's waiting for her outside and he walks up to her and he's like hey he like basically apologizes and he's like now I'm only gonna ask you once I have two tickets to the dance will you please go with me and then she doesn't say anything and then he's like okay maybe I'll ask you more than once but like will you please go to the dance and he's just being very charming he's telling her how insecure he got because she he saw her talking to Craig and he's just very disarming in a great cute way and both of us just kept commenting on how charming he was during this scene yeah no I was I charming is the word we kept saying it I was like I am very charmed by JT (laughs) right now and I don't I'm like do I have a crush on JT what's (laughs) happening what's happening to my brain I don't know and and I know that like when I was younger and watching the show, sometimes I had a crush on JT and I have like vague memories of that. And I'm like, why was that? Because until this point I was like, no part of this is charming (laughs) to me. And then all of a sudden I was like, Oh, I get it. It all makes sense now. Very charming. So charming. And so because he is so charming, Manny eventually is like, yes, I will go with you. And it's very cute. And they're both so happy that they're going to this dance together, and it's adorable. Um, And then the episode ends with Sean going in to his shop teacher's office to get, like, his student welfare form signed. And because Sean is the bad boy with the biggest heart of gold, he comes clean about how, um, like, he had a party at his house and some girl had to be taken away in an ambulance, and... He's just being very honest with his teacher and, like, doesn't want to lie to him and, like, wants to clear the slate. And it's very noble of him. Yeah. Um. And also, before this, he's walking down the hall and, like, Jay and Alex ask him how Amy's doing. And he's like, she's fine. Um. And I'm like, why isn't Alex thanking him? Because she's just kind of standing there quietly I'm like, she should be like, thank you. But I, I think that she's like just under Jay's thumb at this point. But the, I was like, Alex, you should be thanking him. I'm disappointed in you. Um, not like she's proven herself to be a good person <laughs> at all. I'm just like, I just enjoy her. Um, but yeah, so then exactly what you said. And he goes with the shop teacher. And the shop teacher is like, well, I'm not going to sign the papers. Because I want you to clean up your act. And Sean is just like, I've, I'm all done. I'm done with all of it. I've cleaned up my act. And he, like, makes really direct eye contact. And then the teacher's like, okay, I'll sign him. <laughs> and I'm like, he's, like, the shop teacher is awesome, but also, like, very easily won over. I feel like a lot of, like, authority figures are very easily won over on the show. But, yeah. And then it ends. And it's, like, a nice ending. Um, but I overall, I thought it was a pretty good ep. Um who do you think the Spirit Squad captain is? Ellie? I'm going to I'm going to go with Ellie because you know, she she put up with Sean's shitty friends for this long and that deserves a medal. Um she said a funny thing to Amy, but then when Amy like had alcohol poisoning in their bathroom, she wasn't like fuck it. She was like call an ambulance and was like the only person taking care of her. Um I don't know. I'm just my heart is saying Ellie. I think I'm going to with Sean um because like at the I don't maybe Sean and the shop teacher 
like oh, Sean the with the help of the shop teacher, maybe just the shop teacher, because he like gave Sean like the opportunity to be able to stay. And like he was like a great guiding figure throughout the episode. And he's just there for Sean, like when he doesn't really have anybody. So I'm going to say shop teacher, whose name I don't know if was ever uttered. And if it was, I do not remember. I think it's Mr. L, but I think that's all we got. Or if it's not, it's all I got. So there you have it. Um, And who is your ship of the episode? Ellie and Sean. Oh, I, but I don't actually, I think I might go with JT and Manny just because JT was so fucking charming. I was going to do the same thing. I mean, we can like give Ellie and Sean second place because <laughs> they're great. Oh, and also Liberty and Towers. <laughs> yes. Just just all three. Good couples all. So many couples to choose from in this episode. Um, moral of the episode. Um, like stick to your guns. Be responsible, I guess. Grow up too fast. <laughs> <laughs> be an adult. Um, yeah, I don't know. Be responsible, I think, kind of sums it up. Yeah. Yeah. Take initiative and be responsible. That might cover both plots. Whatever. Um, but we do have a YouTube comment to read. Um, this is from Kari Rainey one month ago. Just says, Who else thinks Sean looks like a Teletubby with that hat on? <laughs> Which like, yeah, you nailed it. That is correct. He does look as ridiculous as a Teletubby, so I'm on board for that, too. Um, We also have some tweets for the Grapevine section to read. Um, Our first one is from Heather Miller, at one Lil Spark, and she says, I just want to say, reading back on the notes I made during my post-season 12 watch, you ladies are my brain twins. And that's really great to know that we're all on the same boat here. We like to know that we're not alone in our insanity and our, uh, what was it, Degrassi trash-loving souls? <laughs> That's still my favorite thing. I just, I cling to that. Yes, we did put that in. We changed our Twitter bio to include that. Um, the next one is from Trisha. And she, this is, so she's enlightening us as to who Dave is, who became our best friend in the Degrassi mash. And she says, Dave is Shantae's cousin, I think. I don't even know. I don't even know who Shantae is, but thank you for trying to help us, Trisha. I got nothing. Who's Shantae? I don't know. I don't know. Shantae, you stay? That's all. That's the only Shantae I know, and that's not even a person. It's a RuPaul, like, line. And we also have a series of tweets from my sister that are all, that are all pretty hilarious. amazing. In reaction to our last very rambly episode. So I'm just going to read all of them. She's giving us a list of fun facts. Uh, this is from at Allegra Baker. Um, fun fact. A week before Aaron Carter was supposed to perform at my local gay club, he publicly endorsed Trump, so they canceled. Fun fact two. John Hughes wrote Home Alone 3, which I think Degrassi could realistically improve upon. Fun fact three. I had no idea Holland skipped class in high school, and I'm low-key offended. I didn't know, but I was a narc, so okay. Fun fact four, Kelsey apparently went to the high school in the town from Footloose. Fair. Fun fact six, or five, 
Holland's hometown had 800 school dances and zero school spirit. <laughs> also, we need tributes every time a, d- a character mysteriously disappears forever. Fun fact six, Galavant from Galavant is so hot he made my dick fall off. To that last one, yes, 100%. <laughs> like, the most beautiful man. But also, like, King Richard's great. I love Timothy Amundsen. Um, yeah, we're every time my character leaves, maybe we'll do a tribute. I... Arms the angel was inspired and feeling <laughs> feeling hashtag blessed about the whole situation. Um yeah, so if 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 we're moved to to eulogies quite like we were with Sweet Potato Terry, we'll do it again. Oh, for sure. So we also have a new iTunes review from Melissa G. And she just says that she found us um and like took two weeks off of her podcast to catch up which is very flattering and I'm like just very flattered that you would put your podcast on hold for us but Kelsey I think it's your turn to make up a fan fiction oh she did say and Ugh, I know it's a cliche but please ship me with Craig and make all my dreams come true so there that is your direction Kelsey Oh, my God. Obviously. I'm like, I'm here. I was made for this job. I was made to write audio Craig fan fiction, like, spontaneously. Okay. Melissa. Melissa. (laughs) (laughs) I'm great at this, I promise. Okay. So, after careful deliberation, I've decided that you're now a press person for the Grammys. And you're, it's your first year doing it. You're really nervous, but you're really excited. And you basically just have to like wrangle the celebrities from like red carpet to backstage to whatever. It's a whole thing. I don't know how this works. I'm just pretending. It's okay. It's fan fiction. Um, so you're handling the red carpet and you have a very important earpiece in your ear and people are talking to you and you're like checking things off on a clipboard. You look very professional. You have a pretty dress on, but also like some smart person glasses, you know? Um, and suddenly Craig Manning, who is probably going to win best new artist, walks onto the red carpet and you guys lock eyes and he like stops for a minute. And you're like, you, you're pretty sure you're imagining things. <laughs> and then like his like people kind of sweep him away like a tidal wave of humans. And you're like, totally imagined that. But oh, that is a beautiful person. Um, and then, you know, the show happens and like the Grammys are going on. And obviously Craig Manning wins best new artist. Um, yay, Craig. And we're all very proud of him. <laughs> um, you know, like... Paige and Ellie are like watching on TV in Toronto and they're like, we know that guy. That's cool. We don't talk to him anymore. Remember when he went crazy? Um, it's a whole thing. And they're like, oh, man, remember Ashley? Thank God we don't talk to her anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's good. Nostalgia. Anyway. So now you're backstage and you have to like usher all of the people that have won things like from the stage to like the press junket area. So you're ushering him back and he like. He's like super excited and he's tell and he's talking to you about how excited he is and you guys like lock eyes again and he's like didn't I see you before and you're like I don't know maybe and then you kind of are like bye forever and you push him to the press junket and then you have to wait until like all the people are done and then you have to get them back to like their people or whatever and you're just a wrangler at this point it's like herding cats 
but he finds you at the after party, which you were invited to because people were like, she's cute and really nice and she did a good job. She should come party with the famous people. (laughs) So he finds you at the after party and you've taken your smart girl glasses off. And he's like, where did your glasses go? And you were like, oh, I took them off because I don't have to read a clipboard anymore. And he's like, oh, I liked you in your glasses, but I like you this way too. And then he buys you a drink and then you guys make out. The end. Boom. Nailed it. That sounds amazing. I want that to be my fan fiction. <laughs> I'm getting better at this as time goes on. <laughs> that was great. Um, so if anybody else wants a fan fiction made up for them on the spot, um, you can leave us a review on iTunes, please. Um, you can also find us on SoundCloud. And if you want to be featured on The Grapevine, you can tweet at us at Degrassi Pod. And we're also on Tumblr, whatever it takes, podcast.tumblr.com. And you can send us an email if you have more than 140 characters to tell us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Holland Tacular. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Kel Sucks with a Z at the end. And Holland, what do you want to recommend to the good Panthers out there? I'm going to recommend something that's, like, not super new, and everyone probably already had their obsession with it, but I just recently watched it. But it is The People vs. O.J. Simpson. I just watched it in, like, two days last weekend and was obsessed with it. So now I'm watching O.J. Simpson Made in America, like, the ESPN documentary. So I'm just, like, plugging, like, go deep dive into the O.J. Simpson case again because it's fascinating. So that's what I'm plugging. What about you? You know I love a good murder. Um, just not to me though, please. Um, I'm plugging Waitress, the musical, which I saw yesterday, and it was amazing. It was so good. Um, if you can't spend money and go to New York and go see a slightly, I don't know. It's 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 like at the beginning run, it was nominated for a lot of things, so it's like. It's it's more money than I like to spend on tickets. Um, but it was, it was so fucking good. It was worth it. It was so worth it. But yeah, if it's out of your means to like go see waitress, watch videos online, listen to the soundtrack. The soundtrack's on Spotify and it's amazing. And barring all that, also just like see the movie Waitress because it's old but very good. And Carrie Russell is beautiful genius. I need to rewatch that movie. Because I know you love it. (laughs) But that is about all we have today. Bye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.